0: entrepreneur on fire episode 401 in need of
1: some motivation we've got you covered seven days a week join john lee dumas and today's entrepreneur on fire
0: Entreport provides entrepreneurs an all-in-one small business management platform with software supported by award-winning, world-class customer service. Are you ready to kickstart your business growth? Streamline your business today by going to entreport.com slash fire. Ready to bring your mind to the top of its game? On its flagship nootropic Alpha Brain can help. To learn more and get 10% off your supplement purchase, go to onit.com slash fire. O N N I T dot slash fire to save 10% now. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Svi Band. Svi, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Sfi is a co-founder and CEO of Contactually, a relationship marketing platform. Contactually ensures that you stay top of mind with the relationships that matter to help you retain and grow your business. Sfi is a talented software engineer and also helps foster startups in the Washington, D.C. region. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Svi, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business.
1: Absolutely. So uh, I am a software developer by trade, uh, which makes me a huge introvert. And so the last person running a relationship marketing uh, platform. (laughs) Um, So uh, I've always had a passion for relationships, and I found how important it is in my life. And uh, relationships are really the key to my entrepreneurial journey. And uh, that is what led me to, two years ago, found a little startup called Contactually, which is uh, now a 16-person startup, venture-backed, and uh, really making waves in the world.
0: I mean, wow, was it really just two years ago? Because I feel like I've been hearing about you guys for so long now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, two, you know, two years and change ago, we contacted uh, actually was just a little uh, Evernote note about this idea that I had, and uh, we celebrated actually last week. We had our two-year birthday of uh, of incorporating officially, and so we threw a little birthday party to, uh, for ourselves. Uh,
0: well, congratulations! That is quite the accomplishment. And Entrepreneur Fire, we just had our one-year anniversary, so we just threw ourselves a little birthday party too. So we're we're a little bit behind just fee, but I mean, we are both. Run- rocking and rolling in this entrepreneurial space, and I'm so happy to see it. And contextually, I mean, that name has just been spreading like wildfire. I guess that's just why I think it's been around for so long, because you just hear it over and over again, and it's actually a resource that gets brought up quite a bit on Entrepreneur on Fire. So congrats for that, Svi.
1: Thanks. I really appreciate it. Luckily, we uh, more important than anything else, it's really just having a passionate user base who cares about us and we really care about. That has been the wind uh, behind our sails.
0: Well, you have a ton of evangelists. I'm going to make some more out of Fire Nation today. But before we dive into your stories, Fee, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success goal because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away.
1: Absolutely. So I, I, the mantra that I really go by is live life with no regrets. Um, you know, every move I make in my life, and every time I'm encountering a big change or obstacle, I just always ensure that you know on my deathbed I'll look back and say I did not regret doing this, um, even though it may turn out have been t- been a mistake. Um, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, founder of Amazon, has a similar uh, regret minimization framework. But uh, truly, you know, if I were to get a tattoo, it would just uh, say no regrets.
0: <laughs> well, you don't have to do that to prove it to us, but if you do, send us a picture we'll put it up on the show notes page I promise you that but let's go to an actual scenario where recently you've actually utilized this mantra you said to yourself hey no regrets let's hear that story
1: Absolutely. I mean, honestly, it goes back to the founding of Contactually. Um, before Contactually, I was running a incredibly lucrative software development business. I mean, making you know gobs of money, working with amazing top tier clients. Um, but I knew I wasn't happy, and I knew that you know my passion was really getting back into the product world and running a product rather than just kind of you know scoring notches on the bedpost, working with client after client. Um, and so when the opportunity came around to uh, work actually full time, you know, I look back and said, wow, I'm, I'm really leaving this huge revenue stream. What what am I doing? Am I crazy. And I kind of sat down with my wife and realized, you know what, if I don't do this crazy thing, if I don't pack up and move to California for four months and, you know, shut down my other business and sleep on, you know, a bare floor with just mattresses, um, I'm going to regret it for the rest of my life. And uh, that's what leads me here today.
0: And just to translate for Fire Nation guys, gobs of money is a lot,
1: a lot of money. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, at least for me at the time it was
0: So Svi, what I want to do now is really turn the spotlight onto you Because that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about is really turning the spotlight to our guests And talking about their journey And not just the successes And not just how awesome Contactually is Because we're going to talk about that But I want to talk about a failure that you've had in your journey When you face a massive obstacle or challenge Tell us a story We want to hear that story and the lessons that you learned from it
1: Absolutely. I I think kind of the clearest one that I have in my mind is um, actually in my previous startup, uh, I was running a software product called Structo, and uh, it was something I was really passionate about, um, but it failed, and it failed for a number of reasons. Um, One is I had launched it and had a lot of people who really supported me, but um, I never really did enough market research to determine that it was the right thing. But uh, the most important thing that I really kind of missed out on is I wasn't focused. And the, Biggest key that I've learned in my entrepreneurial journey, um, especially from failure, is you have to be incredibly focused on one thing and one thing alone. And uh, that's what really guides me. And, you know, when again, going back to the early days of contactually, I decided, you know, I had to focus on just one thing. And, um, you know, that's probably led to all the past startup failures I've encountered is the lack of is the lack of focus.
0: Svi, do you know what my favorite acronym for focus is? what follow one course until success
1: love it that's (laughs) perfect
0: (laughs) so i really want you to boil it down for us because you just gave us a lot of golden nuggets about focusing about really being structured and disciplined but what's just one clear lesson one clear takeaway that you can share right now with fire nation that they can walk away from
1: identifying three things in your life. And this is something I I learned also very early on is, you know, write down on a piece of paper, you know, the three most important things that you want to focus your entire life around. And it can change year over year, but um, it's definitely something that I read down and believe in, and it's been a guiding light for me. Um, so yeah, I know focus you know, doesn't really imply three things, but it's three things that your entire life is built around. Um, and that's uh, definitely been really important for me, and I would recommend that uh, any entrepreneur uh, consider uh, consider going through that.
0: Sometimes you just need to make life a little more simple. There are so many bright and shiny objects out there. We could spend our entire lives chasing after them Or we could really just focus on a few things, and in your case, Svi, you say three, that we could really become masters at or really be powerfully successful at. So I love that philosophy. I love that mentality. And what I want to do now is go to the other end of the spectrum. And I really want you to tell a story here, Svi. Like, really take us there with you. Picture it's nighttime. We're sitting around a campfire, and we're all roasting marshmallows, and it's your turn to tell us a story about your journey and a light bulb that went off at some point along that. It can be for contextually. It can be for something else. It's your choice. This is your microphone. This is your spotlight. But we want to hear that aha moments feet And we want to hear the steps that you took to turn it into a success.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, this goes back to um the business I was running before Contactually when I was uh being a freelancer. And I think you know, being a, being a freelancer is an awesome uh way to enter into to transition into being a full-time entrepreneur. Uh you can instantly start getting paid by uh clients who will pay a lot of money. Um so being at an agency at a creative agency before I started my freelance business, you know, I started just kind of looking at why they were losing clients. Why things were failing, you know, and the business was still doing well. But I started looking at why things were failing, and kind of I you know, started getting on the phone. Some people had quit, and one thing you know really sprung out to me, and it was just that I that they just needed a reliable partner, and they didn't need someone who's particularly good. They didn't need someone who's particularly fast. But having a reliable business partner is the only thing that mattered to them. And literally, when I started my freelance business, when I hung my shingle out, I just told every client, you know what, more than anything else, I'm reliable. I will respond to your emails. I will meet deadlines, things like that. And honestly, I saw so much amazing business and word of mouth business simply by doing that. Um, And so that's probably like one of the, the bigger the aha moments is that, you know, good communication And being reliable, being trusted, you know, isn't just a great way to build a freelance business, but honestly, it's really the only way to be a professional these days.
0: Fire Nation, I hope you're taking notes here because really being known for one thing can be so powerful in getting referrals and in doing so many other things that are so powerful in your business. For me, when I started Entrepreneur on Fire, I just wanted to be known as that guy that was doing an interview every single day with a successful and inspiring entrepreneur. That's it. That's all I wanted. And all Sphi wanted was just to be known as Mr. Reliable. He will not let you down. And so when somebody was like, oh my God, I had this crazy project I'm working on. It's so important for my business. Who are they going to recommend? Were they going to recommend somebody that did not present themselves as Mr. Reliable? No. They were going to say, go to Svee Band. He will make sure that you make it happen. So great takeaway, great lessons there, Svee. And what I want to do is kind of move a little forward now because... Contactually has had an amazing two years in the startup space and just really is a valuable resource for so many people. So take us through that startup phase where you really had that idea. Talk to us about that and then the steps that you took to take that idea and actually turn it into what we now see today.
1: A little over two years ago, like I said, it was just an Evernote note, you know. And you know, if you don't have you know, a folder of ideas in your Evernote or in some you know or in your email inbox or something, start today and just start writing down every idea you come up with because contact started as just one of those ideas. Um, you know, it really started out by pulling that idea and identifying, you know, this this thing has legs, and it's time is just something in my mind.
0: And real quick, Steve, like, what did that idea actually look like in the Evernote?
1: Literally, the title was called a proactive CRM, um, so CRM that would actually do work for you. And so I, I think the content of the note was something like, you know, all right, every CRM out there, it takes a lot of work to put information in, and it doesn't really tell you on a daily basis what you need to do. So I wanted a CRM that was proactive and that would tell me, hey, here are the people you need to talk to in order to grow your business, rather than me having to enter all this data in, and then for me to have to figure out what I'm supposed to do to do. So it was like kind of something along those lines. Um, And then I kind of threw together some sketches, looked at similar products, threw together some possible names, et cetera.
0: So Svi, I can just hear the passion come out of your voice when you start talking (laughs) about Contactually. So it's so obvious to me, I know it's so obvious to listeners right now that you found your thing when you hit upon Contactually. So talk to us about the next action step that you took when you decided to make this Evernote note a reality.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, we really strongly believe in the lean in you know the in the lean startup model. And so, I knew that the very first thing we had to do was kind of prove that we weren't crazy. And so, I initially started out just kind of t- while I was building the prototype and kind of throwing together an idea with one of my co-founders at the time. Um, we really started talking to more and more people. Um, we started talking to. Every, again, first entrepreneur I knew, then every business owner, you know, first to obviously ensure that like, hey, is this a problem that needs to be solved? Would you pay for it? Um, and if you would pay for it, like what would the product actually look like? Because again, you know, when it's just a nascent idea in your head, you know, you may be thinking of a of a product that's completely different than something someone else does. And so we kind of started collecting more and more data, and it got to the point where we started seeing more and more professionals say, "Yes, I would pay for it, and I would pay for something like X, Y, and Z." And guess what? We started building X, Y, and Z.
0: Let's just hear either X, Y, or Z. What was something surprising that came up during that information gathering period that you implemented into Contactually?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, they really wanted a what was more important than just pulling in all of their contacts, which is something we did, is they really, really needed a way to organize it. Um, and that's something we never thought about. We thought like, oh, yeah, we'll just like they'll just tell us who's important or check them off. And or they'll they'll assume that everyone's important. They'll just you know, and we'll just use that as data, um, you know, but. You know, kind of different than a lot of CRMs, they really needed a way to categorize every single person that they spoke to. And uh, that ended up being kind of the core concept of buckets that if you sign in contactually, you'll be able to see and interact with. Um, and so it's things like that that had you know, that yielded big changes in our product.
0: So you have these great ideas coming from the actual end users themselves who are saying, I will pay money for something like this. That is so powerful. So what's the next step?
1: I mean, at that point, you know, it's you know, by then you should, you should ideally have start to have a very good idea of what your product is going to start looking like. And so we started working on our MVP, you know, the core product that we knew would prove out this idea, and we launched it. And, um, you know, initially it was terrible. I mean, it's something <laughs> like I'm, I'm so ashamed of. Um, but hey, you know, it started to prove that we weren't crazy and that we were really onto something. And uh, got, a, you know, got a couple hundred initial users, you know, friends and family, and then friends of friends, and then people who heard about us online through Twitter, things like that. Um, And we started to show that, you know, we started to obviously find a lot of bugs and find a lot of problems. um, But we started to see what people really needed. And we started to see that, you know, regardless of the actual product that was in front of them at that point, that we were onto something. And that we were kind of hitting this nerve that people were like, yeah, I, I don't know exactly if this is it, but I need something like this. And this is really important to me. And honestly, it's, you know, it's, ha- it's showing that we we're able to build an, uh, build an MVP, showing that we had a couple hundred initial customers and this is something that people would actually be willing to pay for. And mm-hmm. then have, no- knowing that we were into a big market where this is really powerful, um, that's honestly what got us our first round of funding and uh, kind of really you know, allowed me to burn the boats and focus uh, fully on Contactually.
0: So Sfi, I totally know what you're saying about when you first start your first product, your first service, whatever it may be, but I don't actually agree with you that you should never actually be ashamed of your first product or service because that is so important. That's such a great step that you should take. And you need to be proud of the fact that you're actually taking action. And, you know, for me, I'm not ashamed of my first interview on Entrepreneur on Fire that I did way back in September of last year. I cringe, just like I'm sure you might cringe if it popped up the first ever iteration of Contactually, but as entrepreneurs, we need to realize you got to start somewhere and just starting moving that ball gives you that platform to improve. And Steve, what I'd love to hear from you is once you did get that ball rolling and you were having those successes and things were really going well, guess what? as all entrepreneurs and all entrepreneurial journeys, we hit a snag. Let's hear a story about a major snag that you hit after you'd already gotten a lot of momentum going the right direction.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I should first clarify that, you know, the startup journey is you know is a real roller coaster. I mean, every day you're going to be encountered by just you know mountains and mountains <laughs> yeah. of failure all the time. I mean, every day you know even inside our company now, you know even to the point where we're at, you know we still hear about all the problems, all the bugs, all the user issues, all the person person who quit because they didn't like X, Y, and Z or had this bad experience. Um, you know, obviously we're able to step back, you know, at a monthly level and say, oh my God, you know the metrics are really great, things are going very well. Uh, Um, But, you know, every day you encounter issues. And I think, you know, one of the things looking back, um, you know, is fundraising. You know, fundraising is a very, very hard process, um, especially on the early stages where there's so many people just like you or seemingly just like you. Um, You know, we got a lot of no's um, from people, but at the same time, we got just enough yeses to uh, get where we are today. And, you know, to the point where, you know, now fundraising is a totally different narrative for us. Um, So. So, you know, even though you may get one or no one or two no's from investors or a hundred no's, um, it doesn't matter as long as you know the right two, three, or four say yes. That's it.
0: What did that first great yes look like when that first person said yes, and it was a big one? What was that story? That situation
1: it was someone who I had known for a little while and had been tracking our success. Um, He had not been responding to emails for a while and things like that. (laughs) And then, um, you know, finally out of the blue, you know, while I was just in the middle of a day, like I think I'd already received like two no's from investors or something like that. He was like, hey, I believe in you. And here's, you know, I I definitely am in for $25,000. And, you know, it's the $25,000. Yeah, that's great. Um, But the fact that like, you know, he literally said word for word, I believe in you. Like I was, you know, I will, I, I won't, you know, I won't deny, you know, I was just like, you know, a little teary eyed that day um, to seeing that, you know, because at an early stage, you know, it is finding the right person to believe in you. And uh, yeah, hey, listen, you know, if you can find one person to say yes, you know, chances are you can find a few more. And uh, that's exactly what we did.
0: And I think that's so well phrased. To find somebody that believes in you, not that's just looking to make a quick buck or to flip a quick startup or something along those lines. Because you do hear those horror stories of those entrepreneurs that do get into bed with the wrong investors, with the wrong VCs, with the wrong angel investors in general. Can you speak to that, Svi?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't worry too much about this. You know, most people are out there are decent people. And, you know, just a quick check on, you know, you're never going to get a cold intro to an investor anyways, or a successful cold intro. So you'll usually be introduced by someone who has something to say. Um, you know, most of the kind of, you know, the, you know, most of the issues with, you know, bad VCs or VCs replacing entrepreneurs, things like that, that happens in a much later state. And, you know, let's call that a champagne problem, because you'll be lucky (laughs) enough if you get there. Um, but you know we've had a great relationship, or at worst case, a totally neutral relationship with our investors. And so yeah, I mean, part of it is you know the most important thing is obviously someone who can write a check. But everything else, you know, they're there to help and they want to they want to see you. So um, you know, I wouldn't. I guess my overall you know comment is you know don't be too worried about bad investors and things like that because you know at the end of the day you know the money is still the same color coming from them and you know they're going to be there to help you.
0: Great insights from someone that's been there and done that, Svi. So let's move to present days because, fees, Fire Nation is made up of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners from around the world that are literally looking to run their businesses more efficiently, more effectively. Let's talk about Contactually. This is your baby. You are passionate about it for obvious reasons. It's a great resource. Talk to us about how Contactually could help entrepreneurs in their journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, even though what we are increasingly an online only culture, you know, everyone we're communicating with, for example, John, and I've never been face to face, but, you know, you and I are obviously communicating via email and Skype and things like that. And so we have a digital relationship. Um, Obviously, it'd be beneficial if you and I were to improve our relationship. You know, I could send you potential interviewees. You may send me business, etc. You know, Everything else in entrepreneurship is like that, you know, building relationships with competitors, with the customers, building a re- building a really strong relationship relationship with investors is so incredibly important. Contact is all about that. Contact will really help you for whatever your goal is, whether it's raising money getting business, doing business development, getting referrals, et cetera, Contactually will really help you stay in touch with the relationships that matter and help stay top of mind with them so they think of you, for example, when they're thinking about what company to fund or when they're thinking about what software platform to go to. And so, yeah, entrepreneurs are a uh, large part of our user base.
0: So, Svi, what's just over the horizon with Contactually that you're really excited about right now?
1: What's over the horizon is increasingly our push to mobile. Um, so we have an iPhone application. Our Android app is just around the corner. Yes. iPad will be coming soon. Um, so it's, it's really the push to that because, you know, again, you know, while contacts is so valuable, um, a lot of our user base and paid customer base is on the go all the time. Um, And so we really need to figure out and crack that nut about how do people interact with their key relationships when they're away from their desk. And so that's a big thing that we're working on right now.
0: Wow. Well, Svi, we will continue to track that. And again, it's just so inspiring to see how many successful and inspiring entrepreneurs on Entrepreneur on Fire share contactually as a powerful resource in the lightning round, which we're going to right now. Well, as soon as we thank our sponsors, that is. Are you looking to automate your email marketing and link things like your CRM to your shopping cart software? It sure would be nice if there was a platform that did all these things for you. Entreport to the rescue. Entreport's all-in-one small business management platform integrates all the software that you need to start, systemize, and scale your business. Sound too good to be true? Oh, it's true. Take it from Evan Pagan, founder of Hot Topic Media. In search of powerful software designed with entrepreneurs in mind, Evan decided to move his entire business over to Entreport. This was no small task, as Evan had a robust business with over 40 products and several large customer and prospect lists. In no time, Evan's business was being managed entirely under Entreport's integrated software platform, as opposed to many disjointed systems, and is now growing faster than ever. Sound like your kind of platform? head over to entreport.com slash fire to find out how they can help your business today. Let me guess. You're currently working on building your website, identifying your unique selling proposition, getting your SEO in place, and trying really hard to get that first product in motion. It's tough working on multiple things at once, isn't it? That's why I preach focus all the time. If you can't keep your focus, you'll never get anything accomplished. Enter Alphabrain. Alphabrain. AlphaBrain is the one-stop powerhouse for helping the body boost neurotransmitter levels and bringing the mind to the top of its game. AlphaBrain not only assists in delivering oxygen and nutrients to the brain via increased blood flow, it also helps you remain calm, focused, and mentally driven throughout the day. Ready to get rid of that annoying mental fog that's been around for some time now? Satisfied customers, myself included, experience an extraordinary combination of lucid dreams, mental drive, focus, memory, and mental acuity. Onnit is currently offering Entrepreneur on Fire listeners 10% off your supplement purchase by going to onitcom slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. And Svi, this is my favorite part of the interview because I get to ask you now a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, The golden handcuffs. I was uh, my first job out of college. I was a highly paid consultant at a big government contractor. And uh, the idea of escaping, you know, my comfortable salary and great car car loan payments and everything like that um, was terrifying and just jumping off the edge. And uh, it took a while for me to finally do it.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Uh, the co-founder and CTO of uh, Living Social, uh, Aaron Battalion, um, his, um, you know, his mantra is JSIO. I I won't tell you what the S is, but it's like just blank something out. Um, <laughs> and so he really strongly believes that at any point in time, just Get software out the door. Just keep pushing code, keep iterating, keep experimenting. And, uh, you know, that along with, you know, the Facebook style mantra of move fast and break things, that's a core tenet of Contactually, and that's what has led to our success.
0: Just get stuff out. I love it, Sfi. That's a great mantra. That's great advice. And this was entrepreneurs. That's what we need to do. Get it out there. Get some iterations out there. Yes, it may make you cringe at later stages, but at least you've started. Can you share one of your personal habits, Sfi, that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Absolutely. So every morning when I come to the office or sometimes the night before, um, so I have a three-by-five piece of paper. That, um, or three by five, uh, you know, kind of, um, stack of post-it notes. And every day I write down my tasks. Task list for the day. I write the high level things I need to accomplish. I write the minor things. I write the things that my wife has been bugging me about. <laughs> um, you know, I write down every little thing, and it's that that allows me to kind of keep track. And in that moment, in that five minutes in the morning, I'm able to think about, hey, what are the most important things that are going to push forward the business today? And uh, then I focus on those things.
0: Love that. Svi, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote, like Contactually, that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this may be a common thing that a lot of people hear about, um, but I'm a huge fan of Boomerang. Um, it's a plugin for Gmail that will basically ensure, like, say, hey, remind me if this email hasn't been responded to in three days, or remind me about this email. You're reminding this, this email to me in four hours or something like that. So uh, I increasingly use that to uh, to ensure I stay in touch.
0: Love it. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource, contactually, and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash if you could recommend one book for our listeners, Fee, what would it be?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so a fun book that I just read is uh, World War Z. Um, I would highly recommend that. But honestly, a, 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 work, uh, a work-based book is um, the, uh, the Agile Art of Scrum. Um, that is a really good idea. If you work with developers, even if you don't work with developers, it's a very clear idea about how you can prioritize and ensure you actually execute and move forward things in the startup.
0: Boom. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't yet, you can get the audio version of these books for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Svi, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: Absolutely. I would build an iPhone application, um, definitely an iPhone or maybe Android application. Um, spend the money on marketing and pushing it out um, and getting out to as many people, um, you know, really focused around how I can connect with people that I did not even know at the time.
0: Love that. And Svi, I have loved hearing your journey and how you brought Contactually to market and the struggles that you still deal with every single day. It's so powerful. And I want to end with one parting piece of guidance and then share with us the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So the most important thing that I have found in my startup is just to keep executing every single day. And you will encounter so many failures, so many successes. But honestly, the people who win aren't even the people who necessarily do it right. It's the people who showing up and keep swinging every day and so i definitely strongly believe that's something i even still fight with um, myself um, you can reach me i'm on twitter on at, at @skevis. Um, you can also email me zvi at contact.com or uh, just head to contact.com and uh, my contact information is very easy to spot
0: Love that. Well, Svi, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything of value that we've mentioned in today's episode by heading over to eofire.com. Click on the podcast tab. You will be hanging out in the archives. Also, just go to our search bar, type in ZVI, and Svi's show notes page will pop right up. Svi, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks to you the EO Fire community. Have an awesome day.
0: The life of an entrepreneur can be hectic. I'm sure the life of a stay-at-home mom is hectic too. People who travel often for business, oh yeah, that's definitely hectic. Entrepreneurs, stay-at-home moms, and business travelers all shop online because it's convenient. It allows them to get at least one thing crossed off their list in five minutes. Is your store online? Get a free 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. That's shopify.com slash fire.